You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 43. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's up, podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 43. Crunchy Trace. Ha <laughs> ha! Well, CC knows how to roll them R's too, homie. Not as good as Matt. No. Crenta. Sounds like a purring cat over there. <laughs> Dude, you're hating on my mind game I got Tune into last week's episode to hear Matt roll those R's. Yeah, he rubs on people's, up against people's legs like that, like the little cats. <laughs> <laughs> Please, the heck, ignore that. <laughs> Oh, Lord God. <laughs> Just a fact. Maybe that's going to be a tune in to what we got coming today. Um, we figured it'd be good to chat with you all about our first Hurricane Delta. The second hurricane we've had hit us practically dead on again um, today with uh, some of the things we did after we recorded last week and then leading through the storm, our experiences, and then after the storm. And then um, maybe talk a little life with you all. So... I think it'll be a good episode today, but before we get crack-a-lacking, we'll throw it over to CC with the good old Would You Rather. CC! All right. They, they threw the Would You Rather at me today. So, I would. You know, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to throw back here. We're going to do something uh, a little thought-provoking, just, you know. I got two options. One, both are good. One, both are bad, but you got to make a decision. So we'll go with the first Would You Rather, and we'll save the second one for another day. Okay. All right. Would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? Which the way I read that is you sing really good or you just have that that perfect gift of gab and witty and just have the answers to everything and you just articulate well, speak well. Or you can be, you know, Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, growing up, um, I did sing in the church choir as a small boy. I did a lot of solos, and I did have a little voice of an angel. So I feel like I had a little bit of that voice of an already. Angel, yeah, it's true. I mean, all of the old ladies in church. I mean, they would have to bring them to the hospital after to get some fluids. They would it would move them to tears so much. It was just <laughs> that good. Yeah, look at them blowing up over there. After. After, you know, I grew up a little bit, my voice changed, and uh, it's been a different story. I still really enjoy singing. Um, I really don't care what I sound like, so that doesn't doesn't really bother me. But to pick between the two, I guess I would um, go for the gift of gab. I think I'm pretty good at it already, but um, I don't know. I think it's something you could always improve on. Hmm. Hot dog? I don't know, man. Um, I'm glad... CC explained to us the what is silver tongue? Silver tongue. Silver to me, tongue. that means you just got a real good way with your words, perhaps. <laughs> well, I feel like that kind of goes into my arena, what I do at work a little bit. I do like to sing a lot. I definitely have never been one that sings that good. 
So I don't really care what it sounds like either. But I'm, you're a rapper. I mean, I got those skills too. I got some country style. <laughs> That's a good point. The rap, yeah. Yeah. Definitely quick with them too. Okay. A little witty as well when it comes to that side. Uh, but I would <laughs> stick with the silver tongue. I'm still trying to get that silver right. Silver tongue. I would stick with that also just so I could outwit John. I mean, it would make my life a lot <laughs> Oh, Good man. luck. You are going to need that. What do you think, CC? I don't know. Ever since Steve said angel, I think picture wings on him right now, and it's true. Can't get it out of my head. It's not a possibility. <laughs> the angel wings. Picture that, that door shuts singing. quick. Oh my god. It's true. Uh, I'm. It's funny. I'm like Steve in a, in a sense where when I was a kid, I did sing. Um, you know, and it was pretty decent. But I guess we moved a lot, and every time I moved to a new location, I was a little more in, intimidated. So it wasn't nurtured. I'd like to think if it was throughout my childhood, who knows what it would sound like, but. Um, even if it was good, I'd probably just be singing for myself, maybe church. You know, I don't know. So we're trying to bring it back. I know. Uh, I think we should. C. Oh, C. It's, so, it's so gone. Um, <laughs> like all you guys. But uh, Silver Tongue, I, I agree. I think it'd be fun to just always have the right response, right answers. You could, uh, you know, I think you could use that a lot in your career for what we do, and especially on like a much more public platform. Uh, right now, it's. You know, more one-on-one, but I think it'd be kind of fun. You get out there and really spread the word. So, Silver Tongue. I think what we should do is get your guitar, John. CC knows how to play it, too. We'll start up a little band. A little okay. singing action. Can you imagine? CC will be the lead singer. What do we oh, I don't know about that. The bros. <laughs> the bros in a banjo. The bros going fly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, that's in the works, man. We it is in the works. Going. Can you imagine? YouTube and where we're at today? Yeah. It's coming. We'll have some special segments. They'd be like, oh, look at him. He is here for the hot dog. Hey, man, I'm all hot dog today. I got my... So are you. Oh, you guys are both represented. <laughs> representing hot dogs a lot over here. Yeah. You know, you've had some troubles over the last week or so, so I just wanted you to be aware. Look, I'm here for the hot dog. <laughs> As always. That, but hey, you did show up this time, which we'll get into. I was impressed. I did show up? What do you mean? To my house I needed help. Oh. I was like, need help, bro. Yeah, brought in you were there. Yeah, I need to get all those gas cans back. <laughs> like I literally hit the gas and brought him a bunch. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll get to that. Brought him all the gas ahead. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, um, as a lot of y'all may or may not know, uh, especially our some of our listeners from abroad, we took another impact from the storm. What was it? Like twelve miles east of us? East. Yeah, from where the last one was. Yeah, 12 to 15, somewhere around that ballpark. Pretty close proximity. Um, close enough know. to where we still felt the impacts pretty much. Yeah, almost. and, you know, the uh, west side of the storm yeah. is usually the weaker side of the storm and the one to be on. But um, I don't know. I think we got a pretty good brunt of it, um, you know, just as bad as anything else I heard reported. Yeah, I, I heard that too. I mean, I was kind of glad when I was watching the news and it was coming in and we were going to be on the west side, but then it turned out that, well, this one just wanted to be an anomaly and got us pretty good. That's what was nuts. Usually on a hurricane, the east side's the worst, mm-hmm. but because it met that, that high pressure system, it reversed and all the wind and rain was on the west side, which is where we were. So, Yeah, man, between uh, the weather, learning about the weather, hoping for wind shears and cool fronts to get down here and all the construction stuff I've learned in the last month. I feel like I'm, I'm expanding my horizons. So you're now a meteorologist and a contractor. <laughs> I feel like the contractor hat is getting real yeah. by, by the day. That's awesome. But, uh, but look guys, why don't we delve in a little bit to 
our happenings through the hurricane. I know we all had a few different experiences. Johnny Boy, what y'all wind up doing? Well, we were um, talking about heading out and going to see my sister in Conway Row, Grace, um, and uh, Jordan. Um, so I was looking forward to doing that. I talked about it on the last podcast. And um, after we finished recording that Thursday morning, um, we started looking at the traffic and we started talking to people who were out on the road and people who had been in their car for five, six hours and hadn't even made it to the border of Texas, which is probably less than 30 miles, probably yeah. About, yeah. about that far. Yeah. So we decided to uh, hold out for a little bit and let the traffic die down. So we ended up spending the night, watched the traffic throughout the day, ended up spending the night at home, woke up early the next morning and they still had some traffic, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, what we ended up doing is jumping on the road and went to Baton Rouge. Uh, once we saw that the storm was going to hit far enough to the west, Baton Rouge was um, far enough away that we felt comfortable going there. And we also uh, had a place to go and stay. So it uh, worked out well for us. We went and did that for several nights. Yeah, man. I would like to think I helped in that process because I was one of those poor souls on the road giving you updates every couple hours. You were. Actually, it wasn't that bad my route. You but. did way better than everybody I talked to. Yeah, man. It took Didi over 11 hours to get to, uh, to Houston. Yeah, I heard stories of people just going to Sulphur, which is only a few miles down the street from our town, and it would take maybe two hours, hour yeah. and a half, if they left on the east the side of the city. The wasn't even far from our house at CC to like, get on the Isles Road to go down the way. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I wound up going over to Houston, but I went a completely opposite direction, rolled north first all the way up to the Ritter and then cut over. So I made, we made it over there in about five, five and a half, which was normally would take about two, two and a half where I was going, that part of the area. But considering things, it was a win for me. Yeah, I mean, the, the path you took yeah. was going to add a little bit more time anyway. Um, yeah, Probably sure. three, three and a half. Oh, yeah, if I had gone that so. path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that was great. I mean, you, you went pretty quick i was kind of saying hey maybe we should take this route and my wife was like no yeah, following let's... each other going at dark too you're going on some of those the good old back roads which i kind of like but um well this is probably good in the new car she didn't take that route yeah yeah <laughs> well cc i think this is going to be a nice segue man because we were getting some good play-by-plays for you why don't you give the listeners a little look into cc's world and that story? was nice to get the play-by-play oh play. yeah i was hooking my brothers up with uh real time you know i saw there was gonna be 100 mile an hour north winds coming unobstructed from my backyard in the lake and i said hey why don't we stay <laughs> unobstructed that's right it is wow. the, the, lake's, the lake's pretty far away <laughs> what could go wrong <laughs> so Got my hard hat and raincoat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. And we rode that bad boy out. And it was wild. Um, I, yeah, I'd been in a hurricane or two in the last 10 years, but we were always, I guess, far enough removed to where the wind was significant, but um, you'd see some of the repercussions of that. But this was a direct, a direct lick coming from the north, and it was weird. As the day progressed, you could see the wind just get real intense. Our lake is just a, you know, it's a usual lake but it looked like the gulf of mexico on a rough rough mm -hmm. day i mean waves were pouring i sent the guys videos where it's crashing to the dock um destroying it even more from the hurricane we had a month ago just adding to the adding to the destruction and i was glad i was there because the first hurricane had disrupted a lot of the windows and doors in our house and so this time the rain coming with an aggressive wind was just blowing through all the cracks so as fast as i could mop it up we were washing towels and trying to yeah, plug had the buckets out, buckets out. Because it had come in some of the uh, a part of my roof, it was leaking into our kitchen, and 
So it was a mess, you know. And it was towards the end, not the end, but I'd say early evening, Jim Cantori on the Weather Channel. Uh, everybody's looking to where he's at. Well, his colleague was in Lake Charles. I think Cantori chose the wrong city. Yeah, he went to Bow Bridge. Yeah, went to Bow Bridge. Bridge. But his buddy was in Lake Charles. And, you know, a couple of times he's standing out there going, yeah, you know, st- still wind's pretty rough, but he's pretty comfortable. And I'm looking in my backyard, and every tree is horizontal. <laughs> and I can barely stand out there. I was like, why aren't they in our backyard? This is where the action is. <laughs> so I did shoot a little Cantori video. I didn't show you guys yet. Um, oh, you going to post that? that? Please. I would post it, but there's some expletives. We'd be beeping a lot of things out. <laughs> but maybe we can figure out how to do that. Um, but it was, uh, it was a wild ride. You know, the first uh, hurricane, which was... 160 mile an hour. We didn't, our house didn't fall over. Now you could always say that there's some integrity to the house that could make it more dangerous, but I felt comfortable based on these wind speeds to at least know that the roof hopefully wouldn't collapse on me. Um, but it was pretty, pretty wild. Pretty wild. But you uh, were prepared with the hard hat. Oh man, with the hard hat. Uh, no. <laughs> but you were honestly pretty prepared. And I will say this because I, I felt like we were texting a good bit throughout this, these happenings. And, uh, the situation on the Weather Channel, John was, I don't know if you were watching it, but I was watching it where I was, and those guys, I think they were like behind the, one of the casinos where the direction was. Yeah, I don't think they were getting the direction. And he looked uh, like he was chilling out there. I agree, and I'm watching CeCe, and I'm like, holy heck. Yes. I know, I would see the videos from CeCe, and I'm like, oh man, it looks terrible, and then I'd watch the Weather Channel. I'm like, man, it's got to be coming blocked by the parking garage or one of the other structures there. They're not, it looks way worse than CeCe's oh, house. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. normally the opposite. The Weather Channel likes to to play it up a little bit. We're going to show you the worst. So I'm kind of sitting there like, man, it's not that bad. I'm back in the Chuck Vegas. And then I'm like seeing that. I'm like, yeah. and I saw a couple other people who were sending me things and I was like, man, it ain't too good out there. No, it was definitely, um, it was definitely pretty crazy. Definitely pretty the, crazy. Uh, April and the kids, everybody was kind of good. They throughout. did good. You know, I think a big Early part. Early on, y'all were like baking food or making food. Yeah, we were trying to make the most. I mean, the kids are sitting there cooking, making cookies and watching, Craig Rita, I think. watching TV, maybe a Craig Rita. <laughs> I mean, the wind's blowing crazy. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I think a big part of leaving, though, is for the convenience of, lo- you know, you're going to lose power. So we have one of these generators. Mm. When I bought the house, I'm not familiar with these things, but I'm glad I bought a house with one. When the power kills, it, it throws a switch. And it's a 45 kilowatt generator, and it pretty much runs the whole house. So we lost power. It goes dark for about 10 seconds, and it all comes back on. And, you know, that's kind of cool. So I knew I had that, and that's really what made us stay. I just wanted to kind of mitigate anything that was going to happen while I was there. It's a good thing you did. It could have been a lot worse. I think it could have been a lot worse. I saw that. that Yeah. And and granted, of course, we were supposed to be on the west side, which is the better side, and it ended up being the worst side, but they anticipated the winds would calm as it got close to the coast. If it would have been, you know, another Laura, Cat 4 or 5, we would have taken off, of course. Um, So we went for it. It was an adventure. Making Um, the mems. Making the mems. Yeah, but it was just like, golly, what are the odds of getting hit with two hurricanes? Direct hit in the same year. Right on top of one another. Right too. on top of one another. Playing Russian roulette with this stuff, man. I'm telling you, every time it doesn't matter. Every year, situation, man. Safest place in the nation. Negative, <laughs> <laughs> That was some good friendly banter last yeah. time about that. Yes, I thought I was bringing back up the end. You forgot about all this. Oh no, I will never forget about that. <laughs> Ever forget about that? Yeah, Craig. Just short aside, we were having a discussion over. John's comments on the last podcast about how he thinks that other places are practically just as bad as it is down here. I'm not saying that there's other places with problems, but not at the severity or significance of impact of as many people at one time that these hurricanes have anywhere in the Gulf Coast. So you're saying other places have it 
better. He thinks adversity can be found anywhere through weather in other places in the country. Oh, so maybe fires or tornadoes. Fire-nadoes, all that fire kind of stuff. Hmm. I'm here to say that that's false, <laughs> at least in my opinion, because I, while I think all those things happen, yes, you can have serious snowstorms up there in the north. You can have the tornadoes in the Midwest and somewhere and down in here, northern Louisiana. You can have the fires, but the amount of times they happen over time is not compared to that which if you lived in from Texas all the way around the Gulf Coast and then up around the east a little bit, but really yeah. in that Gulf, that it happens. Because I can almost guarantee you, I haven't looked, but I'm kind of tempted to to prove John that I might be right on this. The insurance in those places is not going to be what it's going to be down here. It'd be like saying, well, your house is going to burn every yeah. five or six years, maybe, because a fire is definitely going to come burn it down. Yeah. Um, versus, well, I don't know. I see what you're saying. Hmm. It is interesting, though, that there's a window. <laughs> there's a window every year where it's like statistically possible to get hit with a hurricane. But two in a row, I just, that's crazy. Row, three pretty, four really, if you count Ike in there, significant in the last. And we, we had a few, we had what, one, a couple of tropical storms early on, plus we had the Texas got hit. Uh, yeah, we had another one right after oh, it too, right. but it that's dissipated right. Uh, yeah. right after Laura. There was another yeah. one that mm -hmm. was uh, threatening um, that, you know, we just got lucky on that one. I think the wind shear got that one. Uh, it must have been tired from uh, did, that actually. wind shear. Yeah, like the wind shear did uh, tear that one apart pretty quickly. So <laughs> must have been worn out, so it didn't go after uh, Delta as aggressively. But. Shoot, there's like three little depressions out there right now, but they're saying we should be fine. Just hoping our roofs go on, brother. <laughs> I got a roof going on today, so I'm excited that that's occurring. Um, big thing for me during the storm is we still had the blue tarps that uh, I put oh, yeah. up. And I was able to be home to stop the water, but, oh, Matt, what happened when you came home? Well, got home, and first guy I got to my house on the way there in the morning, one of my parents' neighbors said it looked fine, a few shingles off. Second person who got there was Brashear. He rolls in, and he's like, well, there's a little water, and JB freaked me out pretty bad because he's like, man, it could have come from the foundation. I can't find where it came from. I'm like, a water leak under the freaking foundation? That'd be, or through it, whatever, however this happens. I'm like, that's a code red. Then, code red, hot dog takes his shirt off. <laughs> hot dog's like, floor's wet, let me take my shirt off. <laughs> we got some work to do. Let me get in work mode. <laughs> so, then, then uh, so I was like, okay, we do have a code red. Let me get Lowry over there. My buddy Israel, serious shout out. He's been a big help here. Israel gets over there, and Brian Bernhardt, who John, I know you know Brian mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, you know I know Brian. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah, he happened to be around. They're both in there, and they're like, yeah, the, the water's coming out of a light. So at that point, I was like, great. Somehow water got in this house. Just put a new roof on it. Just spent, I don't know, three weeks straight getting it straight. Got home. We were group texting, three of us. Asked John to bring gas because I knew my little generator was going to have to generate up the house to get the dehumidifiers. And got CC over there, and then we came home, found out the couch was soaked, the floors were wet, and currently we got parts of three walls out, and the floors are going. But we got construction. So the ceiling too, right? Yep. Ceiling, yeah, ceiling. I forget the attics. They took it pretty bad. That's what happened. It came through the attic. So storm two is a lot worse for me than storm one, and we're currently in the middle of a construction hot dog right now. Pretty rough. Yeah, and as you were saying, it may be an inspiration for you to be uh, uh, open a new business, a uh, restoration company, huh? New, new venture, yeah. And I want to give a shout out to Joe, which is pretty pathetic. Joe is honestly, I would invite Joe to my wedding, and I can't, I don't, can't think of his last name right now. Um, but Joe has been a godsend for me 
the restoration guy, short aside, want to throw this out there. Storm rolls in the first time, and I was doing everything humanly possible not to cut anything in my house. No walls, no ceiling, which we were able to. And Joe was in there, happened to call him. I was his first client in Lake Charles. So if anybody does need, I'm, I'm not plugging this, but I, I really am uh, in a sense. <laughs> I called Joe as his first client, and he was really honest with me compared to, I'm not saying some people aren't, but you have third-party insurance. People can make a lot of money. Joe comes over, and we wind up not cutting out, but he did use all his equipment in there. So this time, I learned a lot, and I knew I needed those dehumidifiers on the quick, which wound up not really mattering. Went and got them from my house. Joe gave me the place that they had already been done doing the stuff. He was out of town. He had evacuated, went over there, and got some dehumidifiers rolling in there, some air circulators. So yeah, we're learning how to restore the house too, currently. But I gave you props, Matt, for the speed with which you expedite your restorations. <laughs> a lot of people just kind of walk around in circles, hanging their head. Not Matt. I think he gets motivated and energized with each tragedy that hits our town. <laughs> it's like it's like somebody's poking him, say, "Yo, yeah, that's good. Let's raise that a little higher." And he just rolls with it, yeah. making those calls, getting making deals happen, man. I'm trying to flip this house back over in two here in about. We can have two weeks, which would be pretty pretty good. I think so. Considering, yeah, considering where we're at, so we'll see. But I did appreciate y'all showing up. Appreciated John bringing me all the fuel because I didn't know how long we would be out the power, which was nice. It came back on pretty quick for the generator, so I was trying to dry it out. I really didn't want. I don't know about y'all, but we was all looking at it. I didn't think I was gonna have to take any of that stuff out. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look too bad uh, whenever we got there. You certainly could see a couple of spots where you had water on the walls, water coming from the ceiling. Um, obviously, that's not my area of expertise, um, but it didn't look too bad. I was hopeful that you were gonna be able to do like you did last time, get the dehumidifiers in, maybe you know, drill some out of the baseboards and suck it out of the walls that direction. Um, but I think you made the right call. Floors uh, were buckling. I was stuck with that. Yeah, man. the floors were buckling. That definitely looked uh, worse than it did uh, last time. You had those little sections that were popping up where it joined together. But, um, you know, the individual boards were bubbling, which was new and unique. Um, so I, I, I think you made the right call. Not something you want to do. Um, I'm not looking forward to having to pull out any sheetrock or anything in my house. But that's what I need to do for, uh, you know, getting it back to being a safe living environment you know it is what it is that's what we'll, we'll do yeah um, and you were lightning fast dude, it's been no come, come run my house buddy yeah <laughs> yeah we had restoration in like the day I, I, I will say the first day though dude i was i think john noticed what you might have described but john had called me called i was i don't get down much in life i was pretty it was a gut punch for me that day yeah i mean yeah it's like getting beat when you're down you know I didn't know what to say. I didn't even know what to do. I kept telling John, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do right now. It took me It took me a few hours to rebound. Spent my birthday the next day just rip, watching my walls get ripped out. I was rebounding by then, though. But I appreciate y'all being around. Got a good Well, day. and I, I sang you that beautiful song. I don't know. Do I have the, what was the, would you rather? Voice um, of an angel, voice, uh, whatever yeah. it was. John tried to sing. John tried to give me my birthday gift. A golden gifts. voice or silver tongue. <laughs> it's true. He turned away his birthday present. Yeah, I was. I was He's like, like, I don't want it right now. I'm too upset. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I was so sad. Like, anything nice that was happening to me almost made me I don't oh. get emotional much. Man, I was... Because I had spent, like, a freaking crazy person getting the whole house restored the first time. Yeah. I had those walls painted, the garage. We had the rip out in there. New roof on. And I was like, unbelievable. If I can't survive this now, what the heck? But, you know, we rebounded. We started plugging all our resources. I much appreciated Israel and his trailer. Learned how to buy sheetrock. Full-purpose mud. Some insulation. 
We got the floors out of my house. Shout out to Shane. He was helping a lot. We're going to lay floors. I'm going to learn how to do that in a few days. Nice. So we've had it all going on over there. It's a construction zone. Amid's trying to run the new law practice. Good times. You know what this reminds me of? Reminds me of today's secret word, endurance. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just thinking about these, like, subjects we've been talking about. It's like... It's like running a race, like a marathon. You know, you run, you get beat down, but you got to have endurance. So I looked it up. It's a little definition. Think about this. CC definitions. These definitions. Endurance is the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. And it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt or it's not painful, but it's just you're you're staying steady. You're you're just staying the course. And I think a lot of times in life, um, it's like. When I explain my name, Morton, like the salt, when it rains, it pours, is the old saying from Morton Salt. Like, it just, it pours. Like, you know, sometimes, Pip, in life, we just, you just need some stamina because yeah. it's like, like it's marathon runners or a lot of people in these sporting events. You know, they may start at the bottom and have all these setbacks, but those that stay the course, you can look at their career and look at how they reach new milestones and they go from, you know, not really doing much to winning major events and, We're trying to win at the event of life. And here was another definition I thought was kind of cool. Endurance is the ability of an organism to exert itself and remain active for a long period of time, as well as its ability to resist, withstand, recover from, and have immunity to trauma, wounds, or fatigue. And followed by, it is usually used in aerobic and anaerobic exercise. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we always think of endurance for, like, racing. But think about this life, man. I mean, between... When Corona hit in March and just the toll it took on us as individually, as families, work, society, and then down here, our hurricane was a little hur- literal hurricane. For some of y'all, it might have been a fire or a tornado. Um, and so here is another hurricane. It's just you just stay the course, you know, and sometimes and it doesn't mean it's not sad and doesn't upset you. But um, I think at the end of the day. Something, you know, new heights, new beginnings, um, new relationships, and be standing on top of the podium. Old hot dogs and have a gold medal <laughs> around his neck. <laughs> Old hot dogs fighting his way up right now. Yeah, that's right. I, know? too, have learned a lot about hurricanes. Um, you know, there's a lot of us going through this stuff, and our houses are getting jacked up, and we're dealing with insurance companies. Um, got our good buddy hot dog here to navigate me through the nuances of insurance. So if any of you out there are... Feel like you're getting shortchanged by your insurance company. Um, Old buddy Matt at McLathry Law, let me tell you, if you want someone to help you get every penny that you're owed, I mean, talk to Hot Dog, man. He's got all the answers. (laughs) I call this guy every day, and I mean, I have complete faith and confidence that I'm going to be taken care of. And so, uh, somebody start a new practice here pretty soon. Mm -hmm. McLathry Law Firm? Yeah, man, I did. And I didn't mean to catch you off guard there, but I I do appreciate it. Yeah, working on the logo here as we go. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, last week got three days underway and then the storm hit. <laughs> but I've, I've been, you know, it's, it's a good experience. Something I wanted to do again, kind of get back out there on my own, so to speak, have my own autonomy in a way. And um, the guys I have worked with um, at Hoffa's Duval, I'm still going to affiliate with them in some ways too, which is good for me. But I wanted to be able to do that because um, there's a lot of other talents and things I want to use in life. And yeah, I am doing hurricane claims. It's kind of funny you say that because I was literally sitting here. I've told people, well, you know, after the first storm, I got to be like, okay, I kind of experienced it. But on a level 10, it wasn't that high. This time, I'm like, mm, I'm still not that bad, like total loss or something. But I'm kind of up there a little bit. I'm getting to really, really feel 
what I feel like people go through because there's always this saying, and I don't want it to happen to me, but I deal with injuries. But I've really never been in a car wreck where I've been injured, and I'm kind of like, I, thought, I, thought, I don't want to be, God willing, you know. But now I can say I've lived through this hurricane situation, and my blue tarp example keeps coming up a lot. But no, I appreciate that, Craig. Yep, we got kicked off. We on uh on week two here, and it's going well. We are uh, and representing a lot of people in the with the hurricane thing, and and I do. I feel it's a uh, some a good way to to help out those involved with some of the talents God's given me for sure. I think it's important. I mean, you have an expertise in your field and the knowledge you have in the legal world and how to navigate these waters, but being through it, you see it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in a situation, I'm sure Steve has too, where I'm explaining a, um, for example, a pinched nerve in someone's neck where it hurts down their arm. Well, I've had that. I know what it feels like to have neck pain. You can't turn. It hurts. That's what I do all day. I treat it. So I know how I, I treat it and Steve knows how he treats it, but it's cool when you can relate to actually experiencing that that problem. Steve, you ever have? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I've, I've had back issues before. I've had some neck problems before I had a fractured vertebrae when I was in high school. So I've had some, um, significant injuries to myself that I can certainly relate, uh, to the patients. And it is, you know, always look for better ways to try to describe and relate to the patient. So they'll understand, you know, not everyone has the area, the area of expertise like uh, CC and I have, and sometimes it makes it difficult for them to understand uh, the complexity of their injuries. But um, I think having that extra experience, you know, if you've had it, I don't want to have anything else happen to me, but yeah. uh, having had some of those things, it does help you relate uh, better to the individuals that you're providing service to for sure. And hot dog, you still are kind of on the fence on a couple of logos, right? Are you going to be putting that out there for a vote for the folks or what? I know we got a couple of them. We, we are saw down them. to two, man. Down to two logos. Shout out to our good old buddy Greenpaw who are trying to get to listen past episode five to this cast. <laughs> Maybe this one get him to listen in. Uh, yeah, he's helped me out a lot, man. It's kind of like one of those uh, 99 designs. It's pretty cool. And yeah. We had 92 options to pick from. We narrowed it down to two here which we were actually looking at earlier. Maybe we'll get Allie to, th to throw it out there, our options that we're currently uh, debating between. But yeah, I wanted to involve the bear because my middle name is Bear, Matthew Bear McGlathery, and it's spelled B-A-E-R, mom's maiden name. But I also wanted my little... Lady J. Bear, huh? La yeah, Jeannie Elizabeth Bear, I think it was. Yes. <laughs> Lady J. Bear. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I want it to be, because you know how I am, my snap of the finger. Bear in mind, it can all change in the snap of a finger. Ooh, bear <laughs> <like> in <laughs> mind. Distance. I don't think I'd heard that one yet. I told word. you that. I don't think I've heard that yet. I think yeah. it's the first time you dropped that. Yeah, yeah man. That's pretty neat. I kind of like okay. it. It encompasses my... Because I really do. I love practicing law, but I love talking about life and helping people, and that's what it allows me to do. Seriously, with the, even with the, something as simple as the hurricane claims, I, I, I'm going to every one of my clients' houses. Like I want to be able to fill it with them. I mean, I kind of have my own, but go out there and... Um, also make sure not even involved in the legal side and it's what I do and how I make a living, but get them the right help in so far as a contractor's concerned, but subs, people who can help them out. Cause I've gotten to learn the industry pretty good here over the last month to get them the right help they need. Kind of like in a, you know, an auto accident case. I really do. Um, I've dealt with a lot of doctors in the town. I'm not saying this in whatever way, but y'all are two of the top that I know that are, you know, it's not just about the case. It's about making sure someone's well, healthy, uh, and can get better because it all does. Your seconds are short, man. And, and that, snap that finger. Snap that finger. Gone. And that's one thing that I've always admired, especially in a lot of the um, cases we worked on, you know, just your ability to communicate and make difficult 
terms and situations easy to understand. And me and Steve, that's what we do when we explain medical problems. And so it's just, the, I mean, it's just, it's so cool to see patients say, wow, he actually calls me and talks to me and, and gives me all this great information. And I mean, and that's what's made you successful. So I know your new firm's going to be super successful. And hey, you know, when we're going through tough times, whether it's a physical ailment like neck pain, back pain, a car wreck, hurricane, I mean, we need people that have either treaded those waters before to show us the way or that have the expertise because Lord knows I don't have the answers for the hurricane stuff. Um, and Matt will call me on on stuff for, for you know, pain. And it's just... Uh, we all have something to give, you know, looking at the hurricanes. We talked about this last week, uh, those that come in and donate food and resources and they're, they're helping with, you know, clearing limbs and branches or giving you a roof to stay under or a house to use, or it's just, you know, Hey, we're all in this, this, uh, race of life together and we need endurance. Yeah. You know, it makes me think of the old saying, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but like God won't give you something more than you can handle or there's not too much on your plate. Personally, I was whatever day that was Saturday when I was kind of in a fog when I got home and I'm looking at it all and I'm like man we just started the law practice now we got to freaking be ripping out walls in my house got to start this whole thing all over again that was kind of the woe is me the human nature to go that way for a second uh, but then I did think well God somehow is putting this on my plate not more than I can handle um, we'll get through it we'll take it a day at a time the picture will become more clear but what do y'all think about that general concept in life not just what the storms we're going through but about um, they're not being too much on your plate to deal with or being able to use people around you like you find people helping me out to to deal with it when your plate's pretty full. Yeah, you know, whenever I showed up on the scene and brought, I hit the gas, brought in the gas. You did great, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know which one to call I was like, oh, he showed up this time. I only took something serious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could you could see that uh, it had taken a big toll on Hot Dog, and it was difficult to see, you know, one of you good buddies like that. Uh, so I kept trying to harass him, and I'd, on the way in, uh, I bought him a birthday present. It's, can't wait for him to see it. Maybe he'll get it after this episode. Mm, I but I was I'm trying to do <laughs> trying to do some things to cheer him up and kind of break him of that, uh, you know, downward um, setting that he was in. Obviously, he had some destructive things at home, and that's difficult to deal with. But you know, it took him a little time. But you just you know start taking the first steps of okay, this is the problem. Now, what do, what do I have to do in order to get out of this uh, situation and get back, get my life back in order, get my house back in order? But, uh, you know, like CC was saying, you know, there are always people out there that you can look to. For you, it was your restoration people who you've already had the relationship with from the past um, hurricane that was pretty recent. So that was somebody that was a new it sounds like y'all are pretty good buddies now. Yeah, dude. No, good. seriously, God, for sure, this storm, that Joe, is one of the reasons this storm has happened, man. Like, I, I literally would say I would, I would trust that guy. I would, hey, we're going to do a cook for him next week at JB's house. When I mean we're going to cook, my boy JB's going to be shouldering that load. We all know that I'd be like, sous chef, like four down the road, uh, maybe get the cut up corn or something. Um, but yeah, like he really, it's been a really neat thing to where I called him and he was in Shreveport because he had evacuated. And I had gotten back into town. He was like, hey, man, I got you. And he was there the next day starting all the restoration for me. And so much so, I've, I've tried to find people to, like, get the floors up. They're pretty difficult. And he's, because I'm on the tight hot dog timeline here trying to get my stuff flipped. Hot dog hustle. <laughs> hot dog hustle's in full effect right now. I was so tired last night. I fell asleep at 10 o'clock, too. So I really stopped falling asleep in God knows how long. But he literally had people in there. He's like, dude, if you can't get painters, I grew up painting. That's what I did. I'll paint it with you in the night. 
like for someone just to tell me that out of his own heart, like Susie Book, my next door neighbor, has a deal with her insurance, like, and he he helped her out for free, like out of his heart. So there's it touches me when there's people down in our area from out of town because you know sometimes you get people from out of town you're like eh, i don't know about this like that are genuinely here trying to help obviously they have to make a living at it but to when when you can see those type actions and feel that from people i think that just speaks volumes and i'm happy we have people from other places down in here helping us because i think we've all mentioned i don't even know after this storm not a lot of happenings on the national level about what's going on down here that's true um that's interesting comment you say yeah i think about you talking about god not giving us more than you can handle i think a lot of times we try to deal with the world with our own will at least i do sometimes try to hit 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 problems head on just doing what i think's best and you know forgetting that god's gonna support me and so sometimes these trials and tribulations force us to to look to him for answers and solutions and you know we have this this body of christ which is all of us and i forgot the exactly what passage it came from but you know the hand can't do it it does by itself you need the ear the eye mm-hmm. as, as an individual eyeball it can just look see but you need the legs to get you from a to b or the ears to hear and so we all have a gift or a talent that we bring to this body or this community we live in and so these trials and tribulations if it's you know you might need for lack of better terms an arm or a leg or a, an ear or an eye to help get you there and that's the gift that god's given us and i think he's reminding us that hey you know don't rely on the world to to help you through this rely on me and i'll give you the strength i'll give you the understanding like the gifts of the holy spirit you know it might not be the thing you want or need but it's the it's the courage it's the wisdom it's the endurance it's the love it's the it's the thing you need to get through that situation or to help you address it and, and have the have the stamina for the race yeah, and you know, I, I got to say again, you know, I think the community has done really well. You know, it was extremely difficult um, following the first hurricane, a lot of damage, a lot of damage in the area. Uh, and again, you know, to get hit, what, six weeks after, you know, just you're already in a very vulnerable state to get hit and beat down again. Um, but the community has, you know, responded very well. People are helping one another, and it's just been. You know, not the kind of thing that makes um, great headlines that you see on the news. So, um, but anyway, it's something that I've been super proud of our community for uh, both hurricanes and uh, the trials that we're going through in this recovery and rebuilding process. Way, think, way to go, LC. Way to go, LC. I think I had seen a statistic that Mayor had mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for Rita, it took something like six months to move 1.4 million cubic feet of debris, and they had done that in six weeks. Wow. I mean, some, some number you know, along yeah. those lines, it was just crazy. And so it's an example of you've been through it once and you figured out what worked, what didn't work. And I think they just had their, their stuff in line and now it's, it's moving a lot quicker. I mean, just don't get me wrong. This place still looks like a mess, but it's, it's, it's progress. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. I'm looking at myself, like running around, I have good resources, good people. I'm also fronting the projects prior to then dealing with the insurance company because that's just my one of my fortes of deal with the people so but i'm like man it's gonna take so long when you see all the roofs that still have the tarp because you know a lot of those have inside damage that's got to be dealt with to mm-hmm. get this thing back and i think what i've noticed too bebopping around town a good bit prior to this happening and now after the spirit's still really good around here the yeah. people this the spirit of the of people around not a lot of complaining still you know hey it's the positive vibes are still pretty good, which I appreciate a lot. 
Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, it's time for the good old what made you pump the gas? What made you hit the, hit the brakes? The, well, we already talked about it. I brought you all the gas that I had left over from the uh, yeah. first hurricane. I got a little bit left. I can lend right back to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God those utilities came on quick enough time. Yeah. That was great. I mean, the utilities did come back super fast. Uh, all of the infrastructure for the power lines, uh, you know, they did well uh, mm-hmm. first time around and a lot less vulnerable damage, I guess, from the trees and stuff. So all that came on pretty quick. That was really great. Well, for me, after the hurricane, you know, I did like I did after last time. I got up at 4 a.m., jumped on the road. I heading... was on the road, but I was leaving you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> 4 a.m., drive back from uh, Baton Rouge to get back and see what everything looked like. <clears throat> my office and my house had tarps on them. I had some brown tarps and blue tarps. So I had a variety of colors. Um, and I was really concerned because when we got back from the last storm, for him, we got oh, back man. from the last storm at the house. Uh, we had water coming in the attic. So we got up there and uh, covered that up pretty quickly. Um, I was unable to get a new roof on before the second storm. Had, we had some shingles hanging out though. Yeah. We had it delayed, uh, a little bit of delay in the process. I was supposed to get one on Monday, and the storm hit, I believe, on Friday. So for me, I was hitting the gas, getting on the road to get into Lake Charles to see what I had to deal with. And, uh, you know, what I found out was I did a pretty darn good job of laying out those tarps. Good job. I saw the picture. It was awesome. That <laughs> and some old school Flex Seal. Yeah. Well, the Flex Seal, <laughs> I don't think, did much good. Um, but um, I was able to save um, my house from having any further damage the areas that needed to stay on um stayed on so that uh, hard work that i put in initially that repeated uh work getting up there and nailing them down again and then the night before screwing them down again one last time it, it uh it worked yeah i did that at after dark uh before you know that wednesday night before we left so just to get the work done to uh get myself as safe as possible before you know, the inevitable storm was coming. So that was what made me, I guess, hit the gas. Oh, yes. he's got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. You got me so screwed up with all your different wording. I don't know what to do. <laughs> that was a good That's one of the highlights of this whole podcast. <laughs> we'll never let that down, man. Well, uh, looks like he's having his own problems. Craig, you're the only one that can maybe get that segment right going forward. <laughs> no, oh, man. Fine. Well, uh, I am glad, John. That was uh, I was worried about you, honestly. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a tense. For sure. I, I was concerned um, for your house a little bit. It was definitely a tense time, um, you know, knowing that you had 100-mile-an-hour wind, seeing, <laughs> seeing the tidal waves coming up on uh, CC's yard. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't know, but now I'm thinking maybe I could have a new business. Uh, you know, next, next storm comes around, I could be the uh, blue tarp doctor. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the blue tarp doctor. I like it. <laughs> oh man! Well, hey, look, guys, we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in this week to some more hurricane happenings. Hopefully, these are going to be getting behind us here. Uh, obviously, the road to recovery will be something, so we'll I'm sure keep everyone abreast of the situation. But hopefully, we can steer into some other life happenings topics um but we appreciate everybody being along for the ride uh we're praying and thinking about everybody especially we've all been impacted in one way or another but a lot of our listeners here from southwest louisiana our hearts do out do go out to everyone and um until next time we'll catch you later hey y'all if you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down subscribe and never miss an episode 
Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with